This is NLR 2 SA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, March 14th, 2015. This week in security news, twice this week, Alert USA subscribers have been notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding the ongoing U.S. and Russian military buildup in Eastern Europe, as well as increasing delivery of military aid to Ukraine. Starting first with the Baltics, listeners will recall that last week we reported that the commander of U.S. Army forces in Europe, Lieutenant General Frederick Hodges, called for the deployment of U.S. tanks to Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, Romania, and Bulgaria in response to the growing Russian threat in the region. On Monday alone, U.S. transport ships delivered more than 120 M1A2 Abrams tanks and M2A3 Bradley armored vehicles to the port of Riga in Latvia, and this was just the start. In total, approximately 750 pieces of armored equipment, including tanks, infantry fighting vehicles, artillery pieces, and helicopters arrived this week, along with 3,000 soldiers from the U.S. Army's 3rd Infantry Division based out of Georgia. Deploying as part of the larger U.S. effort at reassuring NATO allies, known as Operation Atlantic Resolve, Pentagon spokesman Colonel Steve Warren said that the deployment of soldiers is currently scheduled to last 90 days. Agency France Press is quoting an unnamed military source as saying that the military hardware will stay in the region long after U.S. troops head back to base. And this is just the U.S. Army component. As Alert USA Threat Journal has been reporting for months, the U.S. alone has deployed tens of thousands of soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, fighter aircraft, refueling tankers, early warning radars, and naval warships on a rotational basis to augment and train with European allies' air, ground, and naval presence throughout the region. This week, even the normally quiet Norway launched its largest military war games in 50 years. The exercise, known as Joint Viking, is taking place in the country's far northeast Finnmark County, which is above the Arctic Circle and borders Russia's Kola Peninsula. And as we reported last week, the U.S. and Britain now have military forces deployed in Ukraine. As for Russia, Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov stated this week that Moscow would respond to NATO's military buildup near Russia's border in an adequate way. At present, the Russian Federation is itself surging forces to their border regions. On Thursday, Russia's defense ministry stated that large-scale military exercises were taking place in Russia's southern and northern Caucasus federal districts, as well as in Armenia, Abkhazia, and South Ossetia, and on the Crimean Peninsula. Three Russian naval fleets are also holding military drills in the Black, Baltic, and Barents Seas. And as we also reported last week, according to the U.S. Army and NATO, Russia currently has more than 12,000 troops inside of eastern Ukraine, with an additional 50,000 staged on the border and another 28,000 in Crimea. On Wednesday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were also notified of statements out of the Russian Foreign Ministry that Moscow publicly reaffirmed their right to deploy nuclear weapons in Crimea. According to Mikhail Yulanov, quote, Obviously, Russia has a right to place nuclear arms on its territory if it considers it necessary in any region. Listeners are reminded that in August of last year, Russian President Vladimir Putin announced the approval of deploying nuclear-capable Iskander-M short-range missiles along with Tu-22 nuclear-capable bombers to the Crimean Peninsula. So we arrive at the question, what does all this mean to you? While a majority of the American public is transfixed with the launch of new smartwatches, cable shows about rap music moguls, and the upcoming season of Game of Thrones, the world is growing extremely dangerous by the minute. One would really have to be detached from reality not to see these escalations as highly threatening. From Russia's perspective, they have seen several decades of the progressive eastward expansion of a powerful military alliance which wages war around the globe at will, now undertaking a buildup of forces along their western border, U.S. and E.U. meddling in the internal politics of Russian-friendly nations, U.S. and NATO warships now a near-permanent presence in the Black Sea, 
ongoing efforts to deploy ballistic missile installations in neighboring countries, and increasing sanctions which present direct strategic threats to their economy. While not widely reported by American media outlets, anti-American hatred in Russia is now higher than at any point in time during the Cold War. From Europe's perspective, Russia's moves in Ukraine have put genuine fear into the hearts of former Soviet bloc nations. The annexation of Crimea, the reported presence of tens of thousands of Russian troops in and around Ukraine and along the Federation's western border, and the increasing aggression of the Russian Navy and Air Force, has put significant concern in the air. At some point, this confrontation will come to a head, and when it does, the result will be ugly. Russia openly admits that they are unable to win a conventional war against the full-blown might of NATO. As such, their military doctrine openly relies on the use of tactical and strategic nuclear weapons. During testimony before a Senate Armed Services Committee hearing less than three weeks ago, arms experts testified that nuclear weapons are at the center of Russia's national security strategy and military doctrine. Quoting from their written testimony, Since the early 2000s, Russia's strategists have promoted the idea of de-escalatory nuclear strikes. According to this escalate-to-de-escalate concept, Moscow will threaten, or if necessary, carry out limited nuclear strikes early in a conventional conflict in order to force peace on terms favorable to Moscow. Nearly all of Russia's major military drills over the past decade have concluded with simulated nuclear strikes. Moreover, President Putin himself has personally overseen such nuclear exercises. The arms experts went on to testify that for years, Western analysts assumed that Russia's heavy reliance on nuclear weapons was envisioned in the context of a defensive war. But recent events have shown that these tactics can also be employed as part of an offensive campaign and that the ongoing conflict in Ukraine is very much a nuclear crisis. President Putin and other high-ranking officials have repeatedly issued thinly-veiled nuclear threats. Moreover, these threats are backed up by explicit brandishing of Russia's nuclear forces at a level not seen since the end of the Cold War. As a final note on this story, Alert USA strongly urges listeners to Google the phrase Baltic states and brush up on your geography. Tensions are rising fast in this region, and there is a high likelihood the area will be increasingly in the news in the weeks and months ahead. You can find much more in this story, including links to additional details for the high points made in this report, as well as a full transcript of the testimony given to the Senate Armed Services Committee on Russia's nuclear posture and doctrine in this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. It's completely free. As always, Alert USA continues to closely monitor developments in this region 24-7 and will immediately notify service subscribers of announcements of additional significant force deployments or any other changes in the overall threat environment as events warrant. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that in addition to a standing U.S. government-issued worldwide caution and separate worldwide travel alert, there are currently 41 additional travel alerts and warnings for individual countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. Alert USA warns parents of high school and college-age students that with spring break now upon us, travel plans need to be given serious scrutiny given the declining global security situation. If you have family members traveling abroad, even to such common locations as the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe, you would be wise to regularly check the U.S. State Department's travel website for the latest information on the security situation at their destination. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, March 14, 2015.